and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Paula, your host, and today I'm here with Emily from Perennial, and we're discussing all things mental health. So let's go to the show. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time, and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing, or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer, or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Paula. How are you doing today? Not too bad. So as I said, you're here as part of Perennial. You can give the intro of your life in a minute. But we're here to discuss first aid. I've recently become a mental health first aider and gone through the course. So, And it's a hot topic at this present moment in time. So Emily, introduce yourself and perennial if no one knows already who they are yes thank you so much um yeah obviously thank you for having me here and thank you to you for becoming a mental health first aider because we know how important those roles are so a big thank you to you yes i am from charity called perennial you can find us at perennial.org.uk and we are the UK's only charity for people in horticulture. So we are massively important for this industry. We, When we say horticulture, we're talking about people who work with plants, trees, flowers, grass. We do, we offer a range of support, we're a fantastic charity. We will help people with the big stuff and the little stuff. It can be personal challenges or it could be something professional that's happening with you at work. But it, we do offer free and confidential advice and support. So if you get on our website, you can contact us through the website. Uh, we've got a contact form there. But the website as well is a great hub of information. Um, you can find out all the different things that we do. You can check out where our gardens are that we've got around the country that are beautiful. There's a fine example behind me just now. And we know that this working in this industry can be hard work. We know that, you know, that seasonally it can be diff- difficult for people. We know that some people are in lower paid jobs and it can be grueling work and you need to be mentally fit to do this work so this is what we're here to talk about today how we're helping people in the industry to to attain that mental fitness so yeah perennial.org.uk come and check us out yeah because they are partners of TLC I'm a perennial partner so as part of that I try my best to promote the benefits of perennial and how they Mm. can help you guys so there's a link on the TLC website if you're on there click the perennial logo and you'll go straight through to them also been sharing the fantastic stuff you've been doing so like the financial planning tool nudge stuff like that so there's loads of information on TLC website where you can directly go back to perennial if you can't find them yeah I think perennial is a fantastic charity for the industry and not enough people know about it hence why I think this podcast is great and yeah the mental health first aid role so do you want to talk a bit more about how perennial are delivering and what their aims are because I know they work they work with organizations but it by working with organizations it affects the people on the ground that you know the landscapers gardeners horticulturists so yeah talk about that yeah well in 2021 perennial carried out their own survey it was a big health and well-being survey and we found from that that there was poor mental health in the horticultural industry. We found that 85% of people actually scored poor or below average for their mental well-being. 
and 22% of people didn't recognize when they weren't coping well. So we knew it was an issue. So out of that grew a pilot. It's a two-year pilot. We've just entered into our second year of that to test and see how this model that we're using, if it's effective or not. So the pilot is to get the industry talking, get the industry talking about mental health and the mental health first aid program. We want to change the culture. We know that people don't always speak up. We know that there's a lot of stigma and we really want people to get early help. We know that people tend to put off getting help and we really want to get in with a preventative approach to either stop things from happening or if something has happened because life happens, how we can stop it from getting any worse. So what we've done is we've partnered up with Mental Health First Aid England. They provide the training for us, fantastic organisation to work with. And we provide training for people in this industry on the mental health first aid course. And obviously you've been on it with us. It's a two day online course, fantastic course. I've done it myself some years ago and feedback's fantastic. It's challenging for people. We're not going to deny that, but they get so much from it on a personal and a professional level. And really being a mental health first aider, it's not about being a mental health professional. We're not asking that of you, but you may well be helping a person in crisis. Yeah. So we make that very clear from the beginning. When we're not really looking for the people who want to be heroes, we want the people who generally are supportive and compassionate and calm and really good listeners. So the course really helps you to get the skills, the knowledge to spot the signs of mental health problems early on, signs that we can easily miss them and that's okay. But when you are given that insight into what to look out for and then the confidence, this is a lot of the feedback we get is that people feel more confident in them starting a conversation. Yeah, People worry a lot that they are going to say the wrong thing mm-hmm. or they don't know how to kickstart a conversation and it helps you to know what to say and how to go into it as a human being and that it isn't you know all for the mental health professionals to deal with we as human beings between one another can do it but the great thing is about the program is it really pushes a recovery message yeah I think people have that worry that if I become mentally ill that's me for life I'll always be you know having to live with that and no recovery is absolutely possible and as a mental health first aider, you will know this, Paula, it is about self-care and yeah. about keeping boundaries. We do really push that boundary message. So the best people are those people who can maintain that boundary. And the key point of it is to be that first point of contact for that person so that we can get them to the right place for help. We can get yeah. them support. And when you get that support then that's your role you fulfilled your role and you supported people and it's very fulfilling it's really fulfilling for people as you'll know the success stories are fantastic to hear part of the model that perennial is using is we don't want to just send people on the training and then kind of leave them Mm -hmm. we want them to actually be an ambassador so when people train with us we have an ambassador network And we meet quarterly just for an hour on Zoom, but it's where all the mental health first aiders can 
share ideas, get support from one another, discuss any challenges that they're having, how can they implement this? And we get creative with how we can let people know that these mental health first aiders exist. And we want to see if that model is effective yep. in terms of giving more support to people after they've done the training. And it's going really well. People are getting a lot from it. And the ideas that people are coming up with are brilliant, really creative, really positive. So yeah, it's a very exciting programme. It's doing really well in its first year. I'm excited about the second year and to see what happens. And you're part of that. Yeah. It's great to have you. It's great to have you on our network. I mean, it's been a fantastic course to do. Like you said, it was very challenging, but I think for lots of different reasons, because you suddenly start realising there's so many more things that people can be suffering with that you wouldn't ever have known if you hadn't yeah. done the course. So you find out a lot more understanding so you can understand other people more really I think it gives you that in and also yeah it's given you the confidence to talk to people that you might not have mm -hmm. wanted to broach the subject because they might close up or be embarrassed that's having that I've really benefited from being a mental health first aider we get access to the hub of hope which lots of organizations on there to help pretty much anybody in any situation with any you know problem they're having or you, you know whatever it might be and I've managed to help not only sort of people within my organization but also friends and family just directing them to places where I had no idea these organizations mm -hmm. even existed so for me that's been a real real bonus because now I've got the confidence and the knowledge of how to deal with yeah. you know extreme situations when people are in crisis but also before they get to that point and they might just be having you know a mm -hmm. conversation with you you can point them in directions of other people that can help support them because you know we're not the mental health professionals we're there to support people yeah. in finding the right help and finding the right support so for me that's been amazing mm. and it's helped many many times in in the short space of time I've even been a mental health person yeah. it yeah. was only December but it just shows that there is a need for this there is a need for people to be able to Definitely. to spot signs or even be confident in having conversations with people mm. um, and because it's the time of year you know where people either get going or give up and yeah. you know being part of the industry it is a very grueling job in landscape mm -hmm. and horticulture you know you're out on the ground mm -hmm. in freezing cold temperatures so it's been the last you know month or so you've got financial stress you've got the fact that you're trying to work as a worker and a business owner if you're owning the business mm -hmm. you've got staff which is what I hear on the ground um myself mm -hmm. included have lots of staff headaches mm -hmm. and also the general thing of overwhelm of trying to do everything yeah be everything to everybody so I think this is such a great you know a great thing to be able to do and for me I can support people who need it through you know in multiple ways so yeah. I just think it's I think it's fantastic yeah and you're absolutely right in terms of common this is you know we know the statistic it's one in four people that will experience a mental health problem in any one year and we know it's common some problems can be very long lasting and impact other conditions and this is where perennial can step in if you go to our website and you mentioned nudge that people do do have physical conditions or 
experiencing problems with their mental well-being or finances and if you go to our website we've got free tools available to you so we've got a health and well-being app i would absolutely recommend you to go and download there's loads of information on it from nutrition to mental health and yep. meditations and how to stay calm stuff about sleep stuff about relationships there's loads of stuff on it but there is also a 24 7 telephone support line so that people can use for free when they call up they just need to say that they're calling from perennial and so it's there it's available you know as a charity we're putting this out free to people to use because we know the problems that people come to us for and sometimes people do unfortunately leave it until they're in a bad way or it's crisis point and that's the, another kind of culture that we want to change we want people to come to us early yeah and there can be an embarrassment or they could be worried about being stigmatized or but perennial you know we're here for you guys this is what the charity is all about so please please do come to us early so you've got that health and well-being out with loads of information on it and the support line but we do have the financial tool, which is called Nudge, and you can personalise it to yourself as well. So if you go again to perennial.org.uk, it's it's there waiting for you. So please go and check that out as well. And and the Nudge is really about everyday spending and budget management. It's available to everyone. Perennial isn't there for just when people are in crisis. We do want people to be proactive to feed the kind of positive behaviours that will help to prevent something or at least if something happens, it's not as bad or we can stop it from getting any worse. So users come and find us and see the information that's available to you. We're here, we're here to help and we want you to come to us, so please do. Yeah, I think that's the main message really because when I am talking to people in the industry, either they know of perennial but they don't think it will help them. Yeah, that's what we hear Which, which is a bit, very yeah. interesting thing yeah. because... Obviously, I know uh, mm. that that's not true. They're there to help everybody. But yeah. also, I think it's quite difficult because it's a very male-dominated industry. I mean, look at the podcast stats. We're hugely male. You know, my listeners are mm. mainly male. So it just says, you know, and a lot of times men don't like to ask for help or, you know, they can feel more embarrassed than, say, women. That's a generalization. But mm. essentially, you do find that there is that barrier sometimes they do feel a bit more embarrassed and you know they should be more in control I suppose because of yeah multiple reasons so that's kind of the barrier you're trying to overcome as well to say you know it just come and have a chat even if you think it's not for you now there might be something that is there go and have a look at the website because that's pretty much where you're going to get all the support really on yeah any issues whether it's mental health finance back issues I know there's loads of stuff there that (laughs) people don't even know about yeah and they just think it's a charity so you have to be on you know on your knees almost to benefit (laughs) but actually you don't yeah Yeah, please please don't leave it till that point you know it's totally okay to come and ask for help and you're right when you talk about men we know that shows men do typically tend to delay reaching out for help yeah than other genders we know that suicide rates are higher three times higher actually in men than they are in women particularly working age men and we know that this industry is predominantly male and that's not to exclude any other genders whatsoever but we but we know it is predominantly male we also know that we've got a higher than average people who are self-employed yep and obviously then all the challenges that come with that that do impact your mental health and well-being very fortunately as mental health first aiders we've got some 
brilliant male mental health first aiders who are helping to break that mold if you like they are very caring compassionate open talkers really and what we're finding with our program is many of the people are already kind of in that role like unofficially they're the kind of go-to they're the guy that asks people if they're okay yeah Uh, the one that's good at listening the one that people feel very comfortable around to talk about their problems they're having and they come to us because they say well I am kind of doing it already I just want to make sure I'm getting it right yeah and I want to make sure I know where to be able to send them for support which is the really key part of the role is then finding the right support and you've obviously you've mentioned Hub of Hope already which is the the database to go and find yeah. find a local service so it is a culture shift and it's a it's a big nut to crack but we're doing it and things are changing and you're part of that so you know to any of the maybe mental health first aiders that end up watching this you know a big huge thank you to you because you've been part of something really really important that's going to help a lot of people yeah 100 percent. i think it's great I think it's great. I could bang on and on. It is great. It is great. I think it's great too. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I just think it's a really cool idea that I hadn't heard about until Helen spoke to me at a trade show last year. Yeah, which is where the connections are made. So we do have presence at different trade shows as well. We did a few last year. So if you're ever at a trade show, please do keep out, keep an eye out for us. Come and say hi. Come and chat to us. Come and find out more about all the different things we do. We're always looking to make connections. So, yeah. Yep, it's really cool. Well, thank you for joining me today. You're very welcome. And I will put all the links to Perennial in the show notes. And yeah, thank you very much for everything you do. No, thank you, Paula. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. You too. All right, take care. So that was Emily from Perennial. I think you'll all agree mental health is a big issue, not just in our industry, but in many industries. And at this kind of time of year it can be harder hence why I've done a lot of posts about self-care and wellness because I do believe if you are doing your self-care creating time for yourself to do things that you love that make you happy that are healthy that you know it does improve your mental health so there's lots that we could talk about on this podcast and me and Emily could chat for ages on it but I want to just highlight you know I am now a mental health first aider And the purpose of that is to help support anyone in need. So if you do feel like you need any support or just need some guidance or someone to chat to, you can get in touch. That is my role, really. And that's the purpose of me doing it to help not only people directly in my life, but also people that I come into contact with via the Landscape Circle and the podcast and anything else. So know that you've got support there perennial obviously the go to their website the financial planning tool is great and the app I've got on my phone which is fantastic as well you know it's just extra support there that you might not have thought you could access because you're you know you don't feel you're at crisis at the moment but obviously the whole point is prevention is better than cure and having struggled with mental health before namely postnatal depression anxiety attacks OCD at one point as well this is all prior to you know part of my life part of me and dealing with that and getting over it doesn't have to affect you forever and you there are support there is a lot of support out there that you can access and a lot of it free so 
please do get in touch if you need any support or you need any help with your business or anything that I can help you with in TLC. And obviously go to Perennial for any of the tools that they have as well. And like Emily said, there's a 24-hour hotline there. If you are in crisis or if you just need some support at the right time, no stigmas, no judgment, just full support for the industry, which is fantastic, which is why... TLC has been a partner of Perennial for two, coming up to three years now, and we'll continue to support them in their work because I think they're a fantastic charity. Not enough people know of them or what they do or what they truly do for people. So go check them out. I can do. Please get in touch. That's it for this week, I think, guys. And I'll be with you next week with another episode of the Limitless Landscapers podcast. Take care.